Hello, my friends. Sandy and Eddie coming live from Yorba California for Living Fearless Devotional. Yes, as part of the ResurrectMinistry.com portfolio of activities. <laughs> you can find all of our content on the website. Uh, we actually just invite, uh, just added to the notable charities, our friend Don and uh, oh, I can't forget the first word, but it's Global Hands and Feet. Nice. Um, it's a charity she does to support uh, women and uh, children in Africa. And if they so, go to resurrectministry.com, they can find it there. Yes, exactly. Nice. Yes. And you could find Andy's Fearless Man podcast. You could find my articles from the Christian Post. And you could drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. And if you are interested in partnering with us, there is a donate now button. Yes. Still wearing my courtroom clothes from uh, Oklahoma City. The courtroom that you did not step into. <laughs> Yes, I did not step hmm. into that that courtroom. That was really funny. Um, but uh, Oklahoma City is a really nice city. We should go there. And the Sheraton that I stayed at, very nice hotel. I know. Can you believe for one hundred and four dollars? What? Can't do, you can't find that anywhere. I had a ribeye steak last night, the size of my face, <laughs> <laughs> and it was thirty four dollars. Nice. Can you believe that? And the meat was good. And there was vegetable. You had to get the vegetables separately separate for twelve. You didn't have to. No, it came with potatoes and asparagus. Oh. Yes, oh, look at that. It was a thirty four dollars, and it was uh, it was very very good. But uh, yeah, we got to go visit Oklahoma City. Okay, uh, I know we have at least one friend that's uh, in Oklahoma. Oh, we do. Yeah. Oh, Cindy's yeah. in Oklahoma. <laughs> yes, we can rent a car and go drive by her church. Yes. Um, how was your day today? I, I just I just flew in just minutes ago. I was in the car for four and a half hours. Were you? Yes. That's so awesome. Back and forth, yeah. back and forth. Food, groceries, yes. pick up, drop off. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm so glad you do that normally, <laughs> not me. Get to hang with the kids. Yeah. Have a little chit chat. Have a little chit chat. That's good. Uh, thank you for doing that. I do appreciate that of so course. much. I know that uh, some some things change. I, I do want to um, send out prayers to... My uh, my former my ex father in law I guess that's the best way to put it. Yes. Um, it, he's not doing well. He's in the hospital. It looks like he will be passing uh, soon. So, um, just uh, bless her, uh, him, and uh, my ex wife, and uh, the family. difficult difficulties that you know they go with. It's very losing, difficult losing a loved one, especially for Beth. It's her father, and you know that's always oh for me that was devastating as you know, but it is. Always a difficult time coming coming in touch with mortality, end of life, and all of the madness that ensues after. Yep. Yeah. So prayers go out to them. So <clears throat> I don't want to diminish that, but that's important. So I would I would first like to ask for uh, prayer, um, and and uh, and just that it's 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 not painful. You know, he just he's, he has a lot of health history, so it's. I'm, I'm hoping it's that he, easy. he knows Jesus and will uh, have the opportunity to feel pain free and and have the go back to the body. Meet the strong. Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. So with that, what ends up happening though is that I um, I have to travel from time to time for uh, my work, and um, this it's off and on. It, it's it's been beginning to come back since COVID. <clears throat> and um, it, it's usually pretty seamless. I send a message to the ex and I say, hey, I'm going to be 
out of town on these days. And so she loves the time with them. And she has that, awesome. she gets extra time and that kind of stuff. So it's it's just it works almost like clockwork. <laughs> until <laughs> until it doesn't. Until it doesn't. And so <laughs> I just want to mention and uh give you praise. And again, there's just this it's just God has been amazing. God has been spectacular. <laughs> that I I leave. I'm not gone. I'm not. I'm not gone an hour <clears throat> and I get this message. Hey, um, I have to leave out of town. I can't take the kids. And this was the date she would normally have them, which was Monday. And uh, can Hedia pick the kids up from school? And, um, and this is just not simply your, your bailiwick. It's just you or. <laughs> I always rise to the occasion. <laughs> I'm a great disaster preparedness person. So I mean, I like to do it if it's my choice, but I step up in, a, in, yeah, in times of trouble, and you know, you went a lot of years where you had one kid, but you always had a lot of help. And so, this idea of having five kids um, suddenly without, where, without me, dad. without me there, which is uh, it's normal for me, it's not normal for you. Um, but I, what I'm where I'm what I'm trying to get to is that only God knew the time to do this. I think yes to test his handiwork hmm. i think i, I know I'm, I'm getting all teary <laughs> why am i getting emotional this is not necessarily but i just i've just I'm, I'm flying in the plane and i'm and i'm just thinking i go only god knew there's only god knew that this was all in place i was going to be flying out of town I, there was no return I mean, I was already, I was getting on the plane when I got this message yeah. and I'm trying to coordinate this while both getting on the plane with you. And only God know, knew that time and that moment that there was no, there was no way to do it any other way. Yes. And, and, and you surely could have said, Hey, you know, I'm busy. I got this other thing. Oh things. no. Who, uh, I, I'm, I, just, I'm you, saying you what, could have. What kind you, of person would do that? <laughs> I'm just saying you could have. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was just like I got this, yeah, and um, and I just want to say that I being... survived being shot at, <laughs> escaping a country in the middle of a civil war. I could handle five kids. Yes, yes. But like I said, I think only God knew that all the the timing was perfect. The timing could not have been better to to put this put this to work. Amen. So, and um, God is good. Yeah, yeah, everything was amazing. So it was pretty awesome. And then uh, uh, the guy that I was going to uh, represent in my expertise uh, decided to take a plea based on the report that you and I worked on together, because that, that's what yes. we do now. That's and do. Uh, he got a, a much better outcome than if, um, we than, didn't. than if we didn't do that. Awesome. And so everything worked out for, the, for good, for God's good. And the, and the attorney's very happy. So that's, that's a little bit of our day, but I just wanted to make sure and get that in. Oh. Uh, right off the top, because I just love you so much. And I'm so thankful Thank you. that uh, you did that for us. You are awesome. All right. So we're reading from Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon, November 29. And I don't think we've ever had this topic before. but I, I don't think, think so either. It is pretty cool. And it's uh, the reference is Leviticus 19, 16 through 17. Did we have a scripture from Leviticus the last time we were on? I don't know if it was the exact last time, but those are, it's the... 
chapter on all the laws, all oh, the Jewish okay. laws. But okay. we definitely did cover it recently. Okay, cool. So Leviticus 19, 60-17 says, Do not go about spreading slander among your people. Rebuke your neighbor, frankly, so you will not share in his guilt. Charles Spurgeon writes, Malicious gossip emits a threefold poison, for it injures the speaker, the hearer, and the person who is the subject of the accusation. Whether the report is true or not, God's words forbids us to spread it. The reputations of the Lord's people should be very precious in our sight, and we should consider it shameful to help the devil dishonor the church and the name of the Lord. <laughs> Some tongues need a bridle, not a spur, for a number of people take pride in pulling down their brothers as though it lifts themselves higher. Noah's sons, Shem and Japheth, Japheth, wisely took a garment and covered their father's nakedness. But Ham spoke of his father's nakedness and earned a horrible curse as a result. We, too, may have a dark day ahead, one in which we would appreciate self-restraint in silence from our family in Christ. Oh, yes. <laughs> Thus, let us cheerfully offer the same courtesy to those who need to know, who need it now. Sorry. May this be our family rule and personal pledge. Slander no one. The Holy Spirit, however, permits us to criticize sin, but prescribes exactly how we are to do so. We are to rebuke our brother to his face, to his rather, face. rather than complain behind his back. This useful method carries God's blessing and is therefore brotherly, Christ-like, and powerful. Our flesh will shrink from this approach, but we should consider the greater stress upon our conscience if we refuse to do the right thing. By ignoring the problem, we allow our friend to continue in sin and then ourselves actually become participants in it. Many people have been saved from shameful sinfulness through, this, through the timely, wise, and affectionate warnings by faithful ministers and friends. And our Lord Jesus himself has set a gracious example for us in dealing with erring friends. We see his warning to Peter regarding his boastful statement of support being preceded by prayer and delivered with gentleness. So I think we should read that part, but I want to cover this initial part first because... Sure. Uh, one thing I think that's important to call attention to is like we were we referred to that Biola <clears throat> professor that we had heard speak. Yep. And uh, I've heard many people say this, we're no longer under the law. And again, as far as salvation goes, yes, we are no longer under the law for our salvation. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ paid the price for us all. Thank God. But that does not mean that the scripture is not all of scripture is inspired by God through the Holy Spirit, as he tells us. And it's all useful to us, as I think it's in Timothy, where Paul says it's all used for rebuke, for chastisement, encouragement, edification. So this particular piece, people say we're not under the law. Does that mean we're not supposed to be subject to this? Of course we are. Do not spread slander among your people. You rebuke him, frankly, so you will not share in the guilt. In other words, mm. if you do not rebuke him frankly to help deliver him from the sin, silence is acceptance. And there is guilt associated with that. That's a huge warning. I mm. never thought of it that way. Like, I know we're not supposed to gossip about 
our friends and others behind their back. And so that warning is not new, but that you should publicly, that you should not publicly, but that you should personally address them to their face or share in the guilt. Mm. Uh, that's pretty serious. Yeah. So that's what struck me. That's that part is new to me. Because we talked about silence as acceptance when you don't talk against the, you know, you don't support life and speak against this, the transgenderism and the, um, the false doctrine that's spreading around in the church. But right. that part, I didn't, um, I didn't know it also. I never read, I, I mean, I read it, but I didn't recall Leviticus 19, 16, and 17. Great. And again, back to the incident at Friends Church with the speaker that came and that kind of stuff. And I, I think that's what was important to us about speaking to Chris personally. Right. And to make sure that we weren't going to spread rumors about right. him because it was his guest. Right. It was his professor and he spoke highly of him in, in the introduction <laughs> and so there was a little bit of like wait a minute i'm not i'm pretty sure he doesn't agree with it but i'm not quite sure because he spoke of him and it was important a, not to go around being like i can't believe he did that blah, 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 yeah. you know because by hearing from him directly we knew we were able to hear his heart and his concerns and that was very important yes absolutely i like how it also talks about uh, family to, I, I think it's in the second page here. Let me just make sure. Uh, may this be our family rule and yes. personal pledge. And I know in this case, he's talking to the family as far as the church family, but also in the family. Absolutely. Um, and we talked about that, you know, when we're, uh, you know, the, the kids at school and things like that, that, um, you know, brothers and sisters might fight, but don't, don't speak never to them take, poorly. Yes. Uh, never take a, a stranger's side against a family member. No. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, won't you go ahead and read um, what Jim has to say on this? Because I think it's, it's really good. At the Last Supper, Jesus' disciples began to question who would betray him. Also, a dispute arose among them as to which of them would be considered the greatest. Peter even boasted, Lord, I am ready to go with you to prison and to death. <laughs> this type of prideful speech and boasting was not something Jesus would tolerate in his followers. Yet even before Peter's boast, Jesus had told him, Satan has asked to sift you like wheat, but I have prayed for you. Especially notice the words, but I have prayed for you. And the fact that Jesus's prayer precedes this rebuke, Peter, before the roosters crow today, you will deny me three times that you know me. This is the example Jesus gave us. For a rebuke of another believer first must be bathed in prayer and must be gentle. Quote, if someone is caught in a sin, you are... You who are spiritual should restore him gently. That's from Galatians 6.1. Ultimately, Peter learned the importance of controlling his tongue, for he later wrote, Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult, but with a blessing, because to, to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. For whoever would love life and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from deceitful speech. It's really such beautiful advice, right? Mm -hmm. uh, to not... And it, this also reminds me of this thing that I talked about, the incident I had on Facebook where I posted something um, using just just a bad choice of words about Kanye. And I was just vociferously attacked by my so-called Facebook friends. And I was just like, whoa, people, like, this is so violent. What happened to rebuke your, your brother or sister gently? You know, it's just so much animosity. 
uh, it's and you see it on social media all the time, right? Where Christians are attacking other Christians for the smallest misstep, you know, instead of when they see a post about a concept or an idea that somebody has, they don't like instead of saying, well, you know, my opinion is I read it this way, gentle, you know, get your point across, but you don't have to do it with a hammer right. or a saw. Like my friend, Mark. Great advice. My <laughs> friend, Mark. Uses a hammer daily. <laughs> yes. Hello. Forgot my late note. Hi, Kate. <laughs> no worries. And uh, Lisa, better late than never. Yeah. Hi, Lisa. And Cindy, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. <laughs> and she's praying for your family. Yes. The kids' family. Oh, you should have seen. Um, this is completely unrelated to the devotional, but to the, the comment of Oklahoma, is that you should see the airport covered in uh, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Tulsa King. Tulsa King. Oh my God. Oklahoma, right? For that. <laughs> oh, right. But there was this, I, after I showed you that picture that I ran into, I, I, I can't get get away from this. I, advertisements on YouTube uh, everywhere. for um, Yellowstone after every commercial. But um, then I get to where my plane is, and the poster must have been 100 <laughs> yards by 100 yards. Oh it was huge, gigantic, this big face of Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> and what movie do I, I, I watch? I watch a, 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 oh, now I can't think of the name of it, but it was a movie with Sylvester Stallone. It was actually really good. It was a superhero movie. Oh. Called The. I don't remember oh, Sylvester I, Stallone as a yes, superhero. It was really good. Oh, old? Is it old? No. No, it's wow. fairly new. Who knew? Uh, it'll come to me as I'm not the redeemer. It, it's a oh, it's a, a biblical yeah. reference, I think. But is that the one where he rescues the girl in Tijuana? No, because oh, that one was good too. No, uh, but yeah, I can't get away from Sylvester Sloan. Sorry, little squirrel. Um, so back to this uh, thing that um, uh, Jim wrote in the about Peter and I, and I've just have not thought about it lately, but that the thing that he says there that, you know, Lord, I'm ready to go with you to prison. <laughs> like, and to death. Take five minutes. And, yeah. <laughs> like, huh? I, mean, Jesus who? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You know, there's so many people that talk a big game. I, I remember being, uh, I was president of the uh, Orange County Police Canine Association for several years. And I had this idea of taking this, this benefit show uh, from, Something that it was not, I, I didn't really feel that it, it represented what we wanted to do with police canines. So I took it out to a stadium and I had helicopters come in and a whole bunch of stuff. It was a, this, this whole thing, this whole planet that I had. And, um, and of course, there's like 75 members of this association all over Orange County and San Bernardino and Riverside County, LA County. And they go, yeah, we're going to, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. We're all going to help. And we're all going to, and you know, and I'll be, I'll, I'll be right there. Just let me know what you need. And as we got to the time where I started to need help, I, I couldn't find a person. <laughs> not a squirrel. Not a, not a person. I ended up putting the whole thing together with maybe one or two other people that were kind of helping, but it's like even the smallest thing, you know, much less. I'm, I'm, trying, to I draw the, be I'm trying to draw the string here. And I'm like, no. oh, it's just okay. a human nature to, just to boast and say, you know, I'm going to be right. there. I'm going to I'm going to support you in this. And uh, and you can't even get people just to help out. Right. You know, in a, in a way. I mean, here's Peter um, probably not thinking that, you know, 
the torture that Jesus was going to be put through, but he goes, I'm ready to die for you. And that's, I mean, come on, bro. I actually, when I was dating, you know, uh, in my youth, yeah, I actually hated that expression when guys would say, I would die for you. And I'm like, what? I, I don't need you to die for me. How about just living for me? Like, <laughs> how about just doing the basic things of life? Right. You know, I don't, I don't need you to die. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a grandiose statement that really has little meaning. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, you shouldn't have to say it, number one. Right? Hopefully you, hopefully you know that I would I would <laughs> step in front of a train for you. But I don't But I mean, that's <laughs> but I, would, not, I, didn't, I wouldn't have to tell you that. Yeah, no. But I mean, like, I we were watching a movie about a, uh, or it's a show. It's a show. Uh, something, Alpha 3 or something, mm. where the uh, husband goes out to rescue his wife who's been kidnapped by uh, militants. And I was like, would you do that for me? Now that's cool. <laughs> not, I don't need you to die, but like, no. would you risk your own life to come and rescue me? Like, that's pretty cool. Hey, listen, I just, I mean, Zara said she has to be knocking a, you know, knocking <laughs> yes. at a window. And I ran out there with, with socked feet. <laughs> I did take an AR-15. Anyway, yes. And I, uh, you know, went into the darkness. But, you uh, at least scared the skunks. They yeah. were on the house for sure. <laughs> Did you see me hesitate? <laughs> no, I didn't. I left the show. I left everybody hanging. They weren't sure I was going to come back. <laughs> and you just kept talking. So where were we? Anyways, I Leviticus a three nine. <laughs> <laughs> you could have <laughs> outside. I had to run up a cover. Call nine one one. I'm not like those horror movies. Be like, where'd you go, John? Where are you? Answer me. Yeah. Uh, he'll be back. Okay, where were we? Oh, Kate, nice to see you. Oh, goodness. Oh, way to go, Schnooks. Yes. All right, let's get to the uh, scripture. Why don't we? Genesis 9, 23. I never thought of the scripture this way, too, about covering the sins as opposed to exposing this. But this is the verses about Noah's sons, and it's Shem and Japheth took the garment and laid it across their shoulders. And then they walked backward and covered their father's naked body. Their faces were turned the other way so that they would not see their father naked. Oh. That's how the curse of Ham comes is because he instead looked and saw his father naked and spoke about it after. So they uh, were so concerned about keeping their father's honor and dignity. Remember, this is the story of Noah. They had just survived. You know, he had preached for 400 years, survived mm. the end of the world, and then gets drunk and naked on the beach. <laughs> it's like... God, the prophets of God are so interesting. <laughs> They're such interesting people. But you almost really? kind of understand it. Forty years of praying. This this never rained before, and he had all and he, like he built this in this entire vessel, yeah. and all these animals got. He deserved a little bit of a drink, I don't know. not to get drunk and naked necessarily. <laughs> He's like, why did he have to get naked? <laughs> He's taking a little bit too far. You got hogs. <laughs> take his clothes off. But it just makes us. Uh... Uh, appreciate the fact that as the royal priesthood, we really uh, could be really amazing people because yeah. they didn't have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ is their ultimate right. king and the lion of Judah There's, to yeah. defend them. And we should probably be able to perform greater signs than these. I've never thought about what you just said. Yeah. Wow. Like these were mere, mere men, you know? that we're just walking in God's promise and accomplished amazing things. But we are 
children of God. We are the royal priesthood. We mm. have literal indwelling of God's spirit in us. And yet we don't rise to the occasion. I never thought of that. That was really cool. That's why that's why you're good to have around. <laughs> <laughs> you keep if I have to go back out, you stay right here. Because I don't want to protect you. the legacy. I gotta keep <laughs> the family legacy alive. Cindy thinks we're funny. <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. Yeah, we just tell true stories. This, this is the the the, the, the humor, the humor in real life. Uh Titus 3, 2. It's, it's always interesting to me to hear Titus because it's so new to me. To speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy toward all people. Oh, that is not easy. Wow. <laughs> okay, everybody raise their hand who can do that. You know, the room, the room should have no hands up because I can't believe anybody shows perfect courtesy to all people. It's just, I mean, I seriously, I go places and when I'm in a funk, I literally have to talk. I have to give myself a pep talk before I get out of the car because I just don't want to ruin my witness. You right. know, I don't want to be in the wrong place and say the wrong thing. And, and so I'm just like, turn your frown to a smile, turn that frown around. <laughs> you never know who you're going to run into. Oh my gosh. My first flight, <clears throat> I just sat down and then people were coming in and then there's overhead. And so people were putting their luggage up there and the first lady that puts something right above my head the strap comes swinging around and slaps hits me right oh. in the face <laughs> and, and but this was the stewardess who, who had done oh okay and she had let me do that for you and the strap came to hit me in the face <laughs> and, and so there's that and she goes oh did i just hit you with like oh. the people next door were like laughing <laughs> I guess I went, Poof. And, and, and so she starts giggling. She like looked, saw her giggling, looking at me. She goes, oh, did I? And I go, yeah, it's okay. It's no big deal. And then seconds later, some lady was putting like a picture frame up oh. and it slid off and hit me on the, on the side of the head and on the shoulder. <laughs> and I didn't speak any evil. I, did, I didn't quarrel. Oh, no. I was gentle and I showed perfect courtesy. Did you go, ow? No, I said, you owe, you owe me. <laughs> he owed me something no I didn't say anything I just laughed I just laughed it off but uh, yeah I mean it's not easy all the time <laughs> sure isn't oh so many things irritate me too there's a guy as I'm sitting here waiting for the second plane on my layover yes there's a guy I'm sit happen to sitting next to a wine bar and I'm sitting on one of those seats that are near the, the gate and uh He's he's talking on he's he's making phone call after phone call, and has his headphones on, and uh, he, he's pacing, he's pacing, <laughs> and he won't stop pacing. Yeah, and I and I like look, he's like pacing, and I and I like every so often somebody have to go by him, and he'd have to stop his pace, and I thought, well, okay, that'll get him to go sit no. back down. No, no, he starts pacing again, and I don't know why that irritated me so much. Really, I want to take video of it and say. It's, how do I get this? It's just irritating. <laughs> Why do you have to look at it? <laughs> I don't know. But this is where I need Titus 3 2. I'm going to have to remember this, but that was just so irritating to me. Yeah. And he's like shifting his like shirt every 10 seconds. He's like talking, like, yeah. And then I had to sell a business and I'm selling this business and I need the loan officer. And I'm like, he has to talk so loud about he's selling his four or five businesses and he's dressed like a homeless person. And I say, really? <laughs> I was so irritated. Can you tell? Yeah, a little. <laughs> so Back irritating. to the devotional. 
Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Um, Kate, you were tested yesterday. Oh. Kate was tested yesterday. Oh, failed. fail. Oh, sorry. Oh, no. That's the worst. Maybe is that her fail with the dentist? Oh, my dentist asked if I'd mind a third year student could work on me. Me being kind, loving witness said, sure. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. My, <laughs> gen <laughs> my gentle response would be like, that's really awesome, but no. <laughs> <laughs> not a fail to me kate unless you later screamed at him oh I we have to hear. know our limits we have to all know our limits <laughs> yeah so cindy's oh yeah this lady hit my car in a parking lot last month and yelled at me and did the bobblehead thing and i had to walk away i wanted to quarrel <laughs> but the bastard did not oh that's fantastic <laughs> oh i thought you said bastard she said pastor pastor her uh, she's the pastor <laughs> she was afraid of ruining her witness and somebody seeing her and being like wow you should have seen pastor sydney oh she went crazy on the woman <laughs> in the parking lot oh my gosh uh, kate says this is back on the dentist he was so rough and also accidentally put the needle in my lip instead of my gum <laughs> <laughs> see just say no next time leave that for the uh unpaying patients that, that they're experimenting on oh my gosh hey Hi, michael, michael you came at a very good time yes <laughs> wow oh that's so funny you made me cry <laughs> <laughs> and then she says what the heck are you doing <laughs> To me, that sounds warranted. I'm not a dentist, but I know that doesn't go on my lip. <laughs> because then it's probably, was it with all the Novocaine in it? If you injected all that Novocaine in yeah. your lip, that's... Or did they charge you extra now that you had your, your duck lips? Like <laughs> the next six hours are absolutely miserable. <laughs> Poor Kate. Oh, no. Oh, man, I can't imagine. They need, I don't think they would even ask you. No. <laughs> They'd move on. They'd be like, oh, no. But I do got to say, you were at your eye doctor the other day when we were in L.A. And that guy, <laughs> this guy, he, <laughs> he's uh, he's got this machine in front of her face. And it just, it, this thing has to touch her eyeball, right? Yes. But he's moving these things. And he's talking like 100 miles an hour. Like, well, how's your mom? And how's your dad? And your cousin was over here. And, then, and he's oh, twisting. And, and I was and sure he was going to poke me in the and eye. And he's looking and he hit you. And I saw you like, like what? And he's you, like, don't move. <laughs> that was crazy. I'm sitting there going, I. Because I have so much confidence. He's like a world famous eye doctor. Is so I was really? like, oh yeah. So that's oh. why I tried to take a deep breath. He knows what he's doing. Just, just let it go. Yeah. Then he's like, and he's talking to Andy. So he's not even looking at me. Yeah. He's pushing this thing towards me. And I was like, oh, Fred, <laughs> you need to stop. And so just in case Michael needs to know, I don't know if he caught this, but Titus 3.2 says to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle and to show perfect courtesy toward other, all people. And so we're, we're just describing the difficulties with, with Titus. <laughs> am, am I the same eye doctor looks at Andy and he's like, do you kill people too? And I was like, two? I don't kill people. I used to investigate people, but I don't kill them. He's like, he looks like he kills people too. <laughs> I tried to kill him, but the guy lived. He, lived. he was a robbery suspect. Uh, I was still on Kate's dentist. Okay. <laughs> we weren't friends after that. And from there on, I was a little self-absorbed. <laughs> I walked out of there traumatized. <laughs> oh, the dentist is usually a traumatic experience for me. Uh, Lisa was studying here. I was in Uber today with a very old man driving. And oh. two times I had to hold my tongue 
and also pray because he's not a good driver. Oh. And then you're supposed to rate the driver. And I wanted to write him low, but I didn't want him not to be able to drive. Yeah, I don't rate people for that exact reason. Oh. And then after he left, I felt guilty because I think he could definitely do an accident with someone else. And I didn't know if I did the right thing. Probably. That's a dilemma. Yeah. No, I got one Uber driver that was so stoned. He missed my exit three times. And I was like, if I get out of this car alive, it'll be a miracle. But I still didn't give him a negative rating because I, I was just, I didn't want to ruin his Uber career. How many, how many rides did he have? Was it in the thousands? Yeah. Hmm. So I didn't want to be the that one jerk that says something nasty. I, I'm with Lisa on that one, but you still feel guilty about it after. Last night I got the, my Uber with uh, my guy in Oklahoma, and it, I looked at his history to find out who he was, and it said father of twelve. <laughs> and I got in the car, and I go, and he goes, "How's your night?" I go, "Wow!" I go, "My night's fantastic." I go because I met, I met a, a father that has more kids than I do. And, uh, and he was a happy-go-lucky guy. They weren't all of his kids. He had, uh, oh. his um, sister had passed away. And oh. he got her children. And wow. so they were his uh, nieces and nephews, some of them. Uh, but he had four of his own, three three or four of his own. And she had eight? And she had some. And then he had stepkids. Stepkids. Yeah, so we got, got a full house. Mine and hers and ours. Yeah, but a super and nice there's... guy, good driver. Good guy. I gave him a little bit of extra tip because he deserved it. Yeah. yeah. He's got a lot of mouths to feed. <laughs> wow. To think you could do that being an Uber driver in Oklahoma. Yeah, no wonder he's Uber driving on top of whatever else he was doing. Probably. Did ask him what else he was doing. And in conclusion, Kate's testimony was blowing, was blown through filtered fat lips. <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, it's like you could take your cross and go like this. <laughs> okay now i'm gonna scream at you. <laughs> did you, did you did you take a bunch of selfies <laughs> oh my gosh i saw like three or four of those today because you know at the airport you, there's people the kids traveling to whatever cabo san lucas and, stuff like right. that. and so they're all sitting <laughs> you look at that all day long <sighs> one woman is sitting there at the chair doing the, the whole another one that irritated me the, the, the whole time she's and sitting we're there. gonna hear about it <laughs> She's like, she's like, <laughs> oh, she told she, she's young. leaning back, a young chick. Oh, okay, you know, that's acceptable for young people. I mean, not, not young enough, she was probably in her late 20s. Oh. It's time to stop. <laughs> no, my 30 year old niece still does that. What? Too. Yeah, oh, God, <laughs> my article's coming out. Oh, yes, it's on good Iran. transition, schnooks. Yes. Uh, it's coming out tomorrow. It's about Iran and the role of the church in defending the people in their protests and being their voice. It's really important. I actually got contacted by a group in DC that is trying to garner support in DC. And uh, one of the participants is Senator, former Senator Brownback, Sam mm. Brownback. Yeah. And I'm really excited. She's asked me to join the working group. And what's really exciting about it for me is that I know almost every member of the group and they know me only as a Muslim. Oh, nice. they have not met me as a Christian. Wow. And so I'm joining as an evangelical Christian to support the Iranian cause. Are they Christians? Is this a Christian? Uh, no, oh. no, not at all. It's just empowering women. And so wow. it's all, it's all, a lot of them are Muslims. And then there's Senator Brownback. And I think Nina Shea is part of it, a, a very proud professed Christian. Uh, Shireen, I don't know um, her religion, but it's, 
I don't know, I'm just really excited to be reintroduced to these people um, yeah. as a Christian. Any liberals? Yeah, conservative. Oh. these are all conservatives. Yeah, no, they, they know. They know my politics. <laughs> Nobody would invite me to join a group uh, from DC that doesn't know my stance. Uh, I have a book that's called uh, 48 Lie, Liberal Lies About US History. Oh, I saw that. It's on the cover. And I, 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 was, I read it. I was reading it like this on the way out there and the way back as people were getting on the plane. Anybody throw anything at you? No. Oh. A couple people stopped and said, hey, where'd you get that book? I'm looking for another good book. And I told them I got it. But uh, yeah, nobody. There were some, some people that were all masked up next to me. Oh. They never, they didn't say <laughs> Gotta assume they're liberals. Uh, anyways, <laughs> why do you? I was going in one direction. You I keep know. bringing it off, I'm sorry. off the reservation. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, okay. It's, uh, I gotta read more of Titus 3 2. I gotta make sure. I gotta, can you put out a post it on our mirror? <laughs> There's so many good Bible posts that would make good post its, right? I know. Our mirror would be covered, it would be hard to see ourselves. And I posted a post from Jack again today about temptation. He did a really good little podcast clip of uh, running to avoid temptation. And it's a very funny, you should listen to the clip because I, I introduced the clip to my Facebook friends by saying, I don't know why my pastor thinks that men are only tempted by lust, mm. uh, that, that only men have temptation. Because he says in the introduction, he says, for men, it is important, he says, you can hear the Holy Spirit tell you from three clicks down, just don't look. Just just turn your gaze that way and just don't look. And he's like, and we know. He's like, I know you know what I'm talking about because I am one of you. He's like, for women, I don't know what it is. Do you have to fight the temptation of a, like a Nordstrom's catalog? <laughs> and I looked at him and I was like, oh, I wonder what century you're in, my pastor. <laughs> like, but... That women have absolutely no issue with that. And I was like, they do. <laughs> Moment of silence. <laughs> wow. Women don't have temptation issues? Oh, honey. Hmm. Why would women not have temptation <laughs> issues? We're just pretending. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, look how weird my face is from laughing. Um, oh, and by the way, USA won against Iran. I saw that. It was very good. Oh, but it was very funny listening to Jesse Waters. He's like, okay, so here's my advice for soccer. <laughs> He's like, this sport is really boring because nobody scores. You guys have got to oh, make the goal bigger because nobody <laughs> scores and it's just really depressing. And I thought, you know, that must be true. If you, if a big victory is 1-0, I think it's anticlimactical. Yeah, I, I get Jesse. that. Jesse's good. Jesse Waters. All right. Anything else, my love, before uh, you get another tirade about something? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lisa's a come. Uh, oh. So blessed because I could sense and desire it was truthful because we talked about Jesus and other things. Oh, with the Uber driver. Oh, uh, yeah. Nice. My bad things about an Uber driver. I took 30 bucks because he had a lot of kids. Oh, but that's sweet. Nice. And Lisa said, excited for you, Hedy and the group. Thank you. I'm actually really excited. <laughs> I'm actually fantastic. really excited. We have a weekly call on Tuesday to how do we support the cause of uh, Iranian women and their quest for freedom. And so I'm super excited. Do you have any thoughts on how it's going to um, pan out? For Iran? Mm -hmm. I mean, it would take a miracle, but God's in the miracle business. We got a bunch of countries right now that are in this turmoil because of 
nonsense between China and China's they're rioting in China. They're rioting in Brazil because of an election. They felt that the, oh, they dropped right. the, the felony convictions of the guy that they elected because no felony could be elected to president in Brazil. And then miraculously, his felony convictions were wiped clean. Mm. And uh, so there's rioting in Brazil. And uh, and then, of course, Iran. And I'm sure there's others. Russia, I mean, I think they're from time to time, they're they're writing about being in Ukraine. Absolutely. And all their... Uh, wars and rumors of wars. Yeah. That's what we're doing our episode on uh, Remnant Rising this week. That's awesome. I mean, it's awesome. You're doing the story, not the, things, not the stuff that's going on. No. Yes. When you see these things... Yes. Lisa has something, I think. Uh, she was clarifying that her comments about the Uber driver uh, was all one story of a different Uber driver. Aha. Uh -huh. I got it. Very good. All right. Anything else, Chinooks? We covered a lot. I think covered we did. a lot of ground today. <laughs> I think we did. And that was out without our friends from Twitch who come on and ask us a bunch of questions. All right. Well, I'm glad to be home. Glad to have you home. <laughs> so you have no idea the depth and scope <laughs> for You're... all of our sakes. Well, I love you. Thank you for doing that for me. We appreciate it. We all appreciate it. Ah, all right. We love you. We love you. All right, my friends. God bless you. Have a great night. Take God care. bless. Bye.